Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of an actor's movies Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank Alexander, we got called out this week. I don't know if you remember what I'm referring to, but I will cast your mind back to something that our listeners won't know of because it happened in a private Zoom between us and our friends. Um, We were playing a session of Dungeons and Dragons uh, and uh, one of our dear friends uh, pointed out a, a hypocrisy that has been running amok far too long on this podcast. They they simply stated that we have said on this podcast multiple times uh, that we don't like movies that are longer than 90 minutes and waste our time, and we have issues with video games uh, that don't <laughs> respect our time, and yet we ourselves record two-hour-long podcasts about 90-minute movies. So, the gauntlet has been laid, Alexander, and with that, start the clock! A 60-minute timer has begun, Alexander. It is on my phone. If we aren't finished, if we aren't finished when that timer goes off, the podcast is fucking ending. So we better get fucking into what it. This shit? Hello! Wait, 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 what? What happened the on your end? The podcast is ending? Yes, no, no, no. Oh, no. Forever? <laughs> no, Forever, fuck. ever? The episode. The episode will end when the timer goes. Okay, you interrupted me. Hello! Welcome to Blank Spank, Season 2, The Hathaway Stash Away, the show where we're chronologically reviewing Anne Hathaway's entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Loxon, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al! There's not enough time for hellos, Jamie. Let's get into it. Okay. Of course, absolutely. Hi, how you doing? I'm sure you've had a great week. Blah, that's boring. Whatever, there's been an apocalypse. Who gives a shit? This is actually the worst possible week we could have suggested to do an hour-long episode because this movie is bonkers. So if you want to know why we're in apocalypse and why I'm 15% raccoon, listen to another episode. If you want to hear us catching up and actually becoming friends, Listen to another episode, because frankly, we don't have time. We are talking about passengers. Am I talking about the Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence movie that you didn't know that Anne Hathaway had a cameo in? No, I'm not. Am I talking about a movie where the main guy kind of looks like Chris Pratt? Maybe. It's Passengers from 2008. And Alexander, we are getting straight goddamn into it. What can you tell me about the movie Passengers from 2008? So, fun fact, uh, Patrick Wilson was actually a test tube baby where they took DNA from Michael Keaton, uh, from Will Arnett, and from Chris Pratt, maybe? And they put it into a test tube, shook <laughs> it out, and they put it out. think he looks like Chris Pratt? I think he looks mad like Chris Pratt. I think he looks a lot like Will Arnett. I think he's got I the can, same I face can see the Will Arnett. Hair. I can see the Will Arnett. Um, and from the side, he looks like uh, Michael Keaton. I can see the, the young Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton as well. He, lo- he looks like... He, you don't, well, the one thing we know about Patrick Wilson, doesn't look like himself. He looks like a lot of other people. <laughs> you know who he doesn't look like? Oh, and Luke Wilson. It's weird. Is he part of the Wilson cinematic universe? Yes, he is the brother of Owen and Luke Wilson. Oh, I didn't know that. Jamie, let me tell you what, you're making a little uh, kind of mist- sorry, romantic mystery movie, which I think is what this is called. Romantic mystery uh, I believe it's a, a romantic mystery thriller. I think they throw in thriller in there as too well. Too many, too many, Jamie. I, I think we talked once about, uh, not once, many times about how you feel romantic comedy means they can't do both right. Well, what if you had a third thing in, right? What if you did romantic, sure, mystery, Ooh, thriller, you're overburdening it. How much money should you throw at this? You're TriStar, you're Sony Pictures, you're thinking, I'll make an adult movie for adults. How much movie to throw at this? $25 million, Jamie. This cost $25 million. (laughs) Guess how much money it made back. Oh, if I had to have read the Wikipedia earlier today, I'm going to go $5.8 million. (laughs) Exactly, Jamie. $5.8 million. This was a certified flop and that's gonna start a uh have you have you seen how much it made domestically oh uh, 292 thousand dollars it made 292 thousand dollars in america <laughs> well obviously start let, let, let's go into why jimmy this is gonna start a segment uh which i know i know that the the quick episode is not the one to introduce new segments but it's a segment i call punch up punch down okay and this is specifically where i'm gonna tell you now because i'm gonna come back to it at the end of the episode 
but uh, punch up punch down is uh, basically whether or not we think it's uh, morally just to punch down at the, the thing we're doing so you know, well, no, surely, it, no surely we're pun- surely we're punching up <laughs> so no 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 here's the thing right if the movie did well or we think it, we can punch up at. Uh, if we sorry, if the movie did well, we punch down at the movie. All right. So a film like Lame is, we could come up with something we think is bad about the film. But if it's a film that it was a, a commercial flop or didn't do very well, then we try and punch up the movie. We try and make it a little bit better. Okay. You know, we suggest okay, one thing I, we like about it and one thing that can improve. Think about that blatantly. Okay. Episode. Great no, no, for no, a no, short no, episode. no, no. I know it's our quick episode, but Alexander, you are you aware that punching down and punching up are already fully established terms that mean nothing what you've just suggested? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll punch no. up scripts. People oh, you punch can, up scripts. I guess you can punch up a script. I guess you, yeah, I guess you can punch up a script, but punch, you don't punch, there's no such thing as punching down a script. Punching down is exclusively when you feel yeah. like you are above something and you are punching down on it. I don't feel like I'm above like this. Oh, wait, no, you're right. I I'll, <laughs> that, I'll rethink yeah. this concept. I'll come back to you with a better explanation <laughs> of this concept next episode. Uh, of course, starring, as previously mentioned, uh, Anne Hathaway as Claire, Patrick Orson as Eric, Andre Brower, that's right, uh, Captain Holt from Brooklyn copaganda uh, as perry uh, and then other than that you know i just... i feel like at this point we should give like like a log line explanation for this movie we've, we've really dived sure, in very quickly sure. well, and, no, no, no. But, but um this is a film about uh anne hathaway playing a grief counselor after a plane crash there is a plane crash uh and there are a handful of survivors for whom anne hathaway is to play it is to be uh their um uh grief counselor uh, to help them uh, deal with this. However, there's something strange going on. And also, she has a slightly inappropriate relationship with one of her clients. But, Jamie, I didn't get to the most important thing. It's yes. set in Vancouver. This oh, is very I, specific. I straight up did not even recognize that. It is the most Vancouver looking uh, movie ever. Um, the only bit which kind of maybe makes it seem like it might be set in America is there is a newspaper clipping which says Washington and talks about the uh, the airline later on, uh, which is set in America. I, However, I could, it's I could give you another that... clue. All these people say they live in this area and none of them have Canadian accents. Fun fact, Jamie, uh, about Vancouver. Uh, most people in Vancouver don't have Canadian accents. Uh, is <laughs> Honestly, if we're going for a, a standard accent in Vancouver, it would probably be a Chinese accent. Um, that's not <laughs> a racist thing. That is just that it, it's a very, very diverse community. It's no one really has a Canadian accent. The people who do do. Fun fact: uh, the only person I've seen with a Canadian accent sounds exactly like Ryan Reynolds, and he works in my local dim sum shop. Um, but he has like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' voice. He should just voice act for Ryan Reynolds. I'm not quite convinced that he isn't actually ryan reynolds i i I like the idea of someone uh getting a career not as a visual impressionist but just they they get hired to vocally play ryan reynolds they turn up at parties they get on the tannoy just doing all the famous vocal ryan reynolds bits jamie it's time for someone to uh check the gamey jamie gamey privilege okay well, all I'm saying is clearly you've not played a lot of uh, movie tie-ins to video games as a small child. Because I'll tell you what, those big actors did not just voice themselves <laughs> in those movies. More often than not, they got their brothers to show up and do their voices. As we learned about, uh, uh, yeah, Tom Tom Hanks would get his. Uh, uh, I can't, I can't, but yeah, there's a, there's a one of the Hanks family. It's whether it's his brother or someone else who would play Woody in uh, in like extra. Um, toy story media anyway what else can you tell me i don't don't think that's much. it that, that's the whole thing jenny it's made by tristar you know it flopped hard and it's set in canada i will just point out every bit which is literally and again 90 percent of this movie is shot within specifically maybe like two miles of my house it is very funny it is all Fantastic. just around here i will point out if it's like it's like i'm taking you through canada you can come over here jamie but i can bring canada to you <laughs> it's confusing because yeah you're right everyone in this is definitely playing an american so Fantastic. It's just American in Vancouver. so before we get into the plot of course we have we are this may be our 60 minute episode but we are still going to remain rigidly to our segments which means it is the time for six degrees of tom hanks the uh, section of the podcast where we are going to connect this movie to our erstwhile season one star tom hanks by virtue of the game six degrees of kevin bacon where you connect i i, I feel like this is an easy thing i feel like it's an easy thing to understand and i can never explain it well 
you connect these this movie to other the other movie by actors. Uh, Alexander has given me a face like he has not thought about this. I'm just thinking uh, about it. I'm just and thinking it, and about it. And it is a tough one uh, with with not that many. Uh, there's Diane Weiss in this. There's uh, uh, Alan Morse. I've forgotten his name. Something Morse. Um, and then there's Andre Brower and there's. Um, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson, a person who I very much recognize, but could not tell you a single movie I have seen him in. Uh, so while you are thinking, I'm going to go for one that I, I, I very much enjoy. Uh, so I'm going to go through Andre Brower, uh, who is, of course, uh, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine with Andy yeah. Samberg. Now, my next one is like a little bit of a cheat, but it, it's, it 100% happened on television and they were both in this episode. So... Andy Samberg and Eddie Murphy both appeared in the SNL 40th anniversary special. They have never shared the screen otherwise on SNL. He he never hosted while Andy Samberg was a uh, a cast member of SNL. And uh, uh, yeah, so I, I know that they both they were both in the 40th anniversary special. And so I've got to Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy is in The Nutty Professor with Dave Chappelle. And Dave Chappelle is in You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks. Oh, for some reason, I, I seemingly thought I was meant to get from Anne Hathaway back to Anne Hathaway, so I didn't actually do that as well as I thought. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 please tell me how you got back to Anne Hathaway. I'm very interested in that. Oh, right, so I went, I went, I don't know why I thought that was the thing. Um, So basically I went from uh, Anne Hathaway uh, starred, uh, sorry, uh, Andrew Brower stars in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Andy Samberg uh, guest stars for an episode in Parks and Recreation, alongside Rashida Jones, Rashida Jones stars in The Office, in The Office, Mindy Kaling stars in Ocean's 8. However, that doesn't mean anything. No, that doesn't mean anything. You could have used uh, Rashida Jones uh, alongside, of course, the person I always use, Karen Gillan in The Office, uh, who, wait, no, Karen, is Karen Gillan in The Office? Am I confused? No, I'm, I think I'm confused. You're thinking of Amy Adams. Adams. Amy Adams I think I'm confusing oh, over Amy go, Adams. You can go Rashida Jones to Amy Adams. Amy, oh, Rashida Amy Jones Adams to Amy Adams, yeah. Amy Adams But they're not in the same episode, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm you're, probably, you're probably right. Amy Adams was quite early on in that TV show. I don't think Rashida Jones was around by that point. Uh... I would just like to say there are lots of uh, probably the dominant accent in Vancouver is a neutral North American accent. My uh, there are lots of Chinese people here. That's really cool. Not a, not a not a value statement about that. Just want to throw that out there in case that came off wrong. I'm just trying to think. There's lots of different anyone... accents. They had people Come on, there's got to be someone. There's got to be someone in great. Parks and Rec. There's got to be someone in Parks and Rec that you can link to Tom Hanks. I mean, uh, Chris. No, Chris. No. Oh, uh, oh, yes, yes, you can. Uh, Rob Lowe was in the West Wing with a dude with big bushy eyebrows, um, who was also in Get Out. What's his name? Um, who oh, was also... yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Um, What's his name? D- Jake Stad also from Brooklyn Nine Nine. But yeah. Oh, fuck! I can't What's remember. His he, he's called JP JT. Jake. Um, uh, fuck um jack it's gone it's gone anyway he's also in saving mr banks you know what i'm talking about yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but you yeah. can get there you can get there faster by from brooklyn Nine-Nine. just, so just straight say... to brooklyn Nine-Nine. anyway there we go done this was a major waste of time alexander we have 48 minutes left on the clock but i have to say this has got to be the fastest we've ever got into the plot and thank god because y'all this film is wild. So, Alexander, it is your t- your favorite part of the show. Please get started. This film begins as all good uh, films should, with a commercial airline going down and crashing in Vancouver. Yes, that's right. Anyone who remembers, <laughs> anyone who remembers the Hank's Bank episode of Sully, where we talked about <laughs> fucking showing a plane crash egregiously over and over again, and how that kind of sucks. Uh, that may well happen again here. Weird running theme on this show. Now, Jamie, it's very important. I did immediately upon everyone getting on this plane say, you know who they need. Captain Sully Sullenberger, all right? I think we, we established <laughs> that apparently it wasn't very impressive for Captain Sully Sullenberger to uh, land the miracle on the Hudson. But this, uh, something went wrong here, all right? And maybe yeah. Sully could have saved them all. Yeah, it, it went real fucking wrong. We are watching uh, an absolute wreckage. We are watching Patrick Wilson wander through it. And then Anne Hathaway is woken up in the middle of the night. She goes along. She's called in to work uh, because... 
I, there's there's so much I want to say about this opening sequence. Out makes no yeah. fucking sense. Anyway, yeah. Andre Brower is her boss, and firstly, immediately is like, "Hey, you're gonna see them all at once because you know you've been too stuck in your books. It's time for you to really show off your skills." And it's like, why are you using this as like, why are you all like jovially but, chatting? Like, there's but, been a plane crash. But, and Jamie, I know this is set in Canada and therefore has socialized medicine, um, but you know. I don't think they just throw random like therapists at you. No, when you, no, they don't. You're literally currently experience the trauma. Of, yeah. and, they are, like, they are currently at the hospital from the crash. It is yeah. the same day. And then they're like, guys, we're going to do a group session. You're showing up on Friday. Yeah. Like, like that's my favorite part about this, that they're in a grief counselor who's just going to go come in and go. So, um, just letting you know, I know you've just been in a plane crash mentally this is really going to fuck with you. Uh, so we're going to... Don't worry, we're going to deal with it. I'll see you in three days. Yeah. <laughs> just just leaving that on you. Yep, this is going to be a huge toll on your mental state. But don't worry, three days from now, group sessions. And also, I can't stress this enough, if it's set in America, that's then basically saying we're just going to add on $50,000 to your bit. <laughs> All right, you're going to come and it's going to cost you a shit um, turn. Hope you have insurance but of course um, she right, goes to see a no, naked uh, no before, before yes a naked a naked you don't have time she goes to go see a naked naked Patrick Wilson yeah a naked Patrick Wilson so again like just the very beginning of a long run of what the fuck is the professional etiquette going on here. Uh, this man is fully naked and is flirting with Anne Hathaway immediately. Now, I don't know about you, Alexander, but I was like, this man has to be a villain or I'm angry. Because oh, no. I was yeah. I was convinced he was going to be a villain in some manner he, because he was so I, creepy. He, he seems to be able to read her mind as well, which is interesting. He's yes. like, call your sister, you know? And she's like whoa is he fucking psychic i also want to throw it out this point that at this point in the movie i thought oh she's a psychiatrist they've called her in because it's an emergency they maybe they need to medicate these people i don't know she's an md jamie she's not an md all right she's just a regular old phd and you know what that's the fourth best kind of degree in order it goes (laughs) phd at number four it goes like a juris doctorate for lawyers at number three it goes md at number two and it goes clown college at number one all right that's specifically (laughs) the order of degrees uh, this naked, creepy Patrick Wilson, he doesn't want to go to therapy because he's fine. Yeah, Guys, he's fine. He he's loving chill. life. Totally chill. Like, 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 you know, he's like just having a great time. He's going to deal. Yeah. He's going to reevaluate his life. It's fine. Anyway, we cut to, uh, well, she uh, has a little interaction with her next door neighbor who's going to uh, reappear, paid by Diane Weist, uh, who's going to reappear a few <laughs> times. Her next door neighbor is just like, hey, I did your laundry. Are you no, 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 Jamie, a little bit? Jamie, Jamie, her next door neighbor is the creepiest human being in the entire <laughs> film. And her next door neighbor is just like, hi. I went through, I saw you left your clothes in the dryer. I'm bringing your clothes back. Maybe you don't leave your newspaper outdoors either. (laughs) Not blinking, looking like a fucking psychopath. It is disturbing, and you think we're in a horror movie, baby. Great, I finally got to make Jamie watch a horror film. He won't watch Midsummer, (laughs) but he'll watch this because he has to. I'm going to love this. And then she walks off. Next scene, group therapy. What's better than single therapy where you can express yourself, like, you know, emotionally safe space uh group therapy where you can do it all at once for half the price that right is fifty thousand dollars rather than a hundred and fifty thousand dollars oh yeah three times savings and, and people uh, are claiming that uh there the, was the, a an exp- explosion well, one of on them the claims there was an explosion the other ones don't remember it uh, but one of them's like i'm certain i saw an explosion and the other one's like oh i didn't see a fucking explosion he's like i know what i fucking saw i'm in therapy leave me alone um and yeah. uh, they, I think at this point they see someone standing outside. Yes. There's just kind of someone old... standing outside. For, because, of course, again, group therapy, you know what? Open bay window, <laughs> like like huge ceiling length windows where mm. anyone could look in. Absolutely my favorite way to make me feel safe and comfortable to express my deepest emotions. Uh, but yeah, there's there's some dude there and Anne Hathaway just kind of has a look outside. at him. Has a look Wonderful. at him uh, and then he, he fucks off. Um, we then hard cut to another old man, and you might yes, think that this is the same man. This is played by David Morse for anyone who sure. you'd recognize him. Um, and, and he, this yep. is a fucking hilarious scene yep. because it has Anne Hathaway at 
she's in the airport, and you think, why is she in the airport? And she's interrogating this man as to whether or not the airplane exploded, like, there was an engine exploded, or, as they said, it was the pilot's fault. Yeah. And they're insisting it was the pilot's fault, and you think, okay, this is someone high up in the airline. This is, you know, this is one of the managers, maybe. Maybe he's, like, the CEO of this airline. It's kind of crazy, right? Like, like it's kind of putting up a little vibe of danger. And, uh, no, he's literally just at the front desk. It is like you went up to the front desk person when you got your ticket, and you were like, hi, uh, yeah, did the plane explode? And they were like, no, the plane didn't explode, dude. Uh, I love it. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, it makes no goddamn sense why she's having this conversation here at this time. Nope. And she's and, like, it's and, really important like, for my patients to be reconstruct a- this. Yeah, and why she suddenly thinks she's like a police detective, not her job at all. Anyway, um, so... Guys, uh, if you see crime, you don't have to do anything about it. That's other people's responsibility. (laughs) Also, defund the police. All right, throw this out there. (laughs) Defund the police and place them with Anne Hathaway. That's all I want. Just just clone Anne Hathaway a thousand Um, times. And of course, uh, we know Anne Hathaway is always going to look after our needs because uh, she is... Uh, then in her car, driving up to meet uh, Patrick Wilson at his house, yeah. and Patrick Wilson turns up at the window. He's eating a date, and you know she's a doctor-ish, so she's you know health conscious. So she she's tells a doctor, him, but like a PhD doctor. Yeah. Right? that's not so like, she, not, not like a medical doctor. Normally, so she mind, tells, but this is like a medical context, right? These people need medical health. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just like, oh, you should wash those dates, which like it's a really weird line to me. I don't know why it's in there. I think it is to imply like, oh, she's smart and intelligent, and you know health. <laughs> Just, anyway, I think it's to imply that he's careless, isn't it? That like what that he doesn't wash his fucking fruit. Who what Alexander? Uh, I who am washes sorry. Their to, I am fruit? sorry, but have you not seen Indiana Jones? Bad dates, bad date. Because the monkey's dead. I, I have not, not seen, seen Indiana Jones. I have not seen Indiana Jones. So to answer your question, I have not seen Indiana Jones. No. What um, the fuck, so, dude? Um, Anne Hathaway, obviously offering group therapy. That is what she's been uh, asked to do as her job. Uh, so of course she breaks all. By whom? And, by whom, Jamie? By Andre Brower. Socialized Brower. Canada. So what? Canada, the socialist state. Van I don't City. know. By Andrew Brower. By a- by Andre Brower. That's I want to throw. I want to throw out that if this is actually Vancouver, this is and they all these people live here because again, Jamie, some of those people were they were on a they plane. They were on a plane. We don't know why, which yes, way they were going. Why the fuck do they, they all know which way there? they were going? Were they going <laughs> exactly. or coming? This exactly. is never explained. Do they live in Vancouver? Who knows? But if this is a Vancouver group, it is the whitest Vancouver group to ever <laughs> stay. This is like oh. Alexander's microphone has just died, so we'll take a break just there. Great timing! Blank spank. And we're back! What a time! We've I've not paused the timer, so we have lost two minutes of runtime on this episode. Anyway, the point is blah 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 socialized medicine um so she's uh breaking all protocol and she's gone round to Patrick Wilson's house. Uh Patrick Wilson He's doing great. He used to work. He talks. He has the most fucking early 2000s line of like, oh, I look at this. I've got this computer, printer, fax machine, messenger. Oh, I've put that all behind me now. He's doing great. He's obviously not just processing trauma in a different way. And it would still be extremely inappropriate to start a relationship with this man, despite him having supposedly positive responses to to his trauma. Anyway, uh, they've started. He's still flirting with her. And she's like, no. Um, She meets up with Andre Brower again. Uh, for some reason, in a museum. This is her boss, no, Jamie, and yet she Jamie, repeatedly this... meets him in random places. Now, this is, once again, a reminder that we're definitely in Vancouver, and I don't think anywhere in America, because uh, this is, like, the uh, Vancouver Museum of Anthropology, uh, and specifically has a bunch of totem poles in there. It does. Which is, uh, Vancouver is famous for. I think Vancouver has more, uh, not Vancouver, sorry, BC has more totem poles than anywhere else in the world. Ah, uh, there's a, there is a, fun! A, 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 it is the, the most... The highest indigenous population in Canada, I believe. Cool. So that's why. But that, once again, confirming this is Van City. But I want to know why the socialized government, well, the people I'm paying tax dollars to, are sending Anne Hathaway to look after these people. <laughs> like, we don't even know they live in this country. Um, Apparently, I'm just really stingy when it comes to socialized medicine now. <laughs> uh, so, Andre Bauer is like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, um, 
You don't even know. I'm embroiled in a conspiracy. I'm fairly sure that this is all... The whole mystery of this entire film no, no. is just that this is a tax fraud and not to get sued. Dude, not, e- not even at this point. At this point, she's literally... She's gone to a library. She's gone to the Vancouver Public Library and she's picked out a book on ESP. And she's read this little book on ESP, um, Existential Perception, and she's like, I think one of my clients oh, yes. is psychic. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he's like, why totally would your client forgot. be psychic? It, uh... And she's like, because he can read my mind. And he's like, you can... You're, you're a doctor, not 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 like an MD doctor, but like it's pretty impressive. You're the fourth most impressive pe- uh, and, like degree. And this 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 reading the mind, like the reason for it, like like the, the weird stuff that's going on will get explained. But do they actually delve any further into Patrick Wilson's supposed ability to read her fucking mind? Not really. Yes. Well, it's implied. It's implied. It's like it's kind of set up. If 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 he it's can so actually read her fucking mind, uh. <laughs> Then, then I feel like it should be used more. Is just my point. No spoilies. No spoilies. No spoilies, no spoilies lads. So at this um, point, she leaves Andrew Bauer's house and uh, she runs into. She goes to try and find one of the dudes who stops coming to her uh, classes, I believe. Um, or, no, not even that. Sorry. No, no. She, she gets. She she walks outside and yes. she gets jumped by this dude from her. Yes, th- she's her... leaving one of her meetings and she's in her car and one of one of the the people who's in her, her meetings goes, uh, "Miss, get in the fucking car and drive." Now, um, I don't know about you. I wouldn't do that. I would not. I would not agree to that. I would not get in the car. I would not drive. Um, but she's like, "Okay, I'll listen to you. I guess you're you're my patient, so that means I have to do what you have to say." Um, and they drive along, and they're driving on, and he's going, okay, go past there, okay, slow down. And then they drive past, and there's that man again. Ooh, and he's like, this man's been following me, I'm fairly sure. I don't know, I think he works for the airline, I'm fairly sure, I've been researching this, I'm pretty sure that there was actually, I remember it, there was an explosion, I remember it now. The the airline, they're trying to cover it up, this was not human error. Mm-hmm. Ooh, intrigue. Um, she goes uh, round again to... Uh, Patrick Wilson's house. Um, I I actually think it's somewhere around here that it's set up that you mentioned it earlier, the sister thing. I think it's around here that she leaves maybe a voicemail message to her sister, being like, "Hey, no, no. hey, we should that's catch actually up." Imme- that's immediately after they first meet. Um, she's the voicemail. Uh, around this time, she'll later go to her house. But um, so they go. She goes to see Patrick Wilson. Is this the time Patrick Wilson's on the roof? No, this is the painting time. This is the painting one. Oh, for God's sake! Um, she shows up, and Patrick Wilson's now a painter. Yes, he. And you might think, who is this self-help psycho? All right, <laughs> who is this absolute monster? Because let me tell you what: there is no romantic chemistry between them. No, not it at all. It just feels like a horror film. Yeah, no. It, it, um, it. This guy feels creepy the entire time, and the entire time you're also like. She is your patient woman. Like, my God, please have some, like, professional boundaries. Um, Jamie, it is the ultimate taboo. And what do we know? Taboos make romance hotter, <laughs> all right? It's all about crossing those boundaries. Yeah. That's why people like period dramas. Yeah, so he, he basically, like, he, he ghosts her, like, not he ignores her, like, the movie ghost where he takes her hand and, like, goes, ooh, look, we're painting now. Look how good I am. He's just fucking throwing slabs of blue paint on a wall. It's the worst fucking painting I've ever seen. Anyway, in the middle of this, he's like, I'm getting angry. This dog has been that barking. Was Jamie's art critical. <laughs> um, this dog has been barking for fucking ages. He's like, oh, will this dog fucking shut up? Uh, he walks over to the dog. It's outside his house. It's a fucking wolf. It is a wolf. It is absolutely a wolf. It latterly is established as a domestic pet, and it's definitely a fucking wolf. And it infuriates me. Anyway, um, it's a dog. He goes. We don't just have wolves running through Vancouver. I want people to know that it's not just like Vancouver has a lot of wolves running um, through the streets. He's he's staring at the dog, and suddenly a car's about to run him over. And Anne Hathaway's like, "What?" And he just stands there, and then the car stops. Lazo uh, takes it, uh, and 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 that's it. Um, he, uh, she, Anne Hathaway goes home. She meets her creepy neighbor again. Her neighbor is like, "Oh, hey, oh, are you super creepy? Are you into a man? Do you fancy someone? Maybe you should. Oh, that would be fun." Um, fuck that man. Fuck him. I used to have the opportunity to make mistakes, but I didn't. And now, I- oh, he also and Jamie. This is continuing that he's like he keeps being like we've gone to mention this. He keeps saying like Dan Hathaway, uh, Patrick Wilson. Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so hot. Yes. And after the last meeting, he gives her a key. Yes, right? a key he to gives a, her yes. a key to yes, his that's house. How, that's how she finds out. She find, again is going through her washing 
and, and finds a key and it's like oh oh is that is this a is this a man friend and she's like no it's just an acquaintance oh i wish i had an acquaintance that gave me their key <laughs> anyway but in the creepiest way yes. possible um and if uh, this wasn't any creepier and hathaway is sleeping in a house and patrick wilson just turns up at her fucking house just turns up at her door is like hey what's going on how did you find out i live here and he's like uh you left this shit at my house and it said it in here um and uh she's like he's like oh can i come in and she's like no fuck off i'm your doctor she does like feign like oh no i'm not interested in you i'm I'm totally professional no jamie if a lady says no a lady says no, no okay no, no yeah <laughs> no I, w- I would like to say at this point yes absolutely she is saying i would just i was just trying to establish that yes no not the entire time she yeah, is yeah, like flirting 100 the- yes. involved in this she Sorry, is I'm, she is I'm, just I'm, I'm, Saying no, 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 we're we're keeping the professional boundaries. Um, yes, sorry, I, I was just teasing. You. <laughs> yes, no, no, no. They, they, it is very much. It is one of those things where, like, it is the it's the kind of thing which which has uh, taught people the wrong message about no means no. Yes, the, where it, it's, look, she's very much going no, spot. but she is like with her eyes saying, "But I love you, Patrick Wilson." Yeah, and it's, uh, um, it's people don't do that in real life. No, no, it's not weird. at all. Um, oh goodness, uh. I think she's in another meeting and then... No, isn't it at this point she tries to... Yes, they do another kind of session that there are less people in the session now. Yeah, so some people are going missing. Um, Yeah, she tries to go find the guy who jumped in a car earlier. Not Um, quite yet, I don't think. I think we've still got the the roof scene before that. She's in the meeting with less people. David Morse, the, the... the man who works for the airline turns up at the meeting and is like, uh, you need to stop this. Uh, you need to stop just fucking like indulging your your uh, patients like they're going through trauma. They're processing stuff. Uh, and she's like, fuck off, you're evil. Uh, she goes to Patrick Wilson's house again. Um, and this is when he's on the roof. Um, and and he's like, ha 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 ha. I'm going to playfully flirt with the idea of suicide like three times in this movie ha mm. <laughs> um they go up to the roof you look across you can see jamie the, the biggest clue this is in vancouver which is uh, one of the buildings has uh british columbia uh, sugar company on it which again if this is set in like seattle kind of weird yeah kind of a weird thing to do um so we we eventually uh basically set off on uh, patrick wilson and Anne hathaway's first date uh, they're sat on the roof. They're having playful fun. He pretends to walk off the roof, but ah, oh, there was a smaller roof just below him. Ha! <laughs> and she's like, "Whoa, that was so carpe crazy. diem, guys! Carpe, carpe diem. diem! Jump off roofs! Go ride on my motorcycle!" They, so without helmets. Yes, they go ride without on a motorcycle helmet. without helmets because, of course, who cares? They've, they've already he's already been through a plane carpe crash. What? Carpe that fucking diem. Um, and you know what? Also, carpe diem means stealing boats. Let's go down to a pier. He's like, oh, come on, hop on my boat. And she's like, oh, wow, this is great. When'd you get this boat? Oh, it's not my boat. Vroom. Um, so she's essentially being kidnapped at this point. Um, but, you know, she's keen, uh, apparently, uh, because this is sexy. I, I don't know. I didn't. I was watching this with Ellen. Uh, I did not ask her whether she would find it sexy if I stole a boat. But uh, I think her answer would be no. It would be extremely anxiety one, inducing. One, one second, Jamie. So I'm calling in a friend of the show, Bennett Bonsey. Oh, my God. Uh, who is, this- of course, uh, our resident boat expert. Hi, Benny, there. Uh, yes, hi. Now, now I, I I have two questions for you. These are It's, it's related to, to boat-related questions, so I'm just calling okay, you a nautical question. Okay. You know how all property is theft? Sure. Um, does that mean that stealing a boat is legal? Because you're just thieving uh, on the theft. You're, like, double-criming. So, when people say all property is theft, that's more of a... Okay, which means Anne Hathaway commits some crimes in this film. And question: If you're an accessory to theft, so if you, if someone steals a boat and you just jump into it, you know, are you also stealing that boat? Um, you know, I suppose it depends on the situation. Um, Do you want to give him a quick plot rundown? Right be stealing lifeboats. That is true. Are the people hopping into the boat stealing it? I don't think so. Okay, but conversely, this is specifically Patrick Wilson just going up to the Vancouver docks. It's really set in Vancouver, going to the Vancouver docks, just taking a boat out, and Anne Hathaway's like, fuck it, I'll get in. That's theft, right? It's probably some sort of crime, yeah. Okay, yeah. Th- thank you very much. That was our nautical correspondent, Ben. Have a great day, Ben. I, you too. 
he, he's not a crime expert. Those were really very specifically crime questions. They were both crime questions, but they were crime questions. Also, Alexander, I hate it. We have 27 minutes left, and we are only halfway through this movie. That was a detour we, we did Jake, not Jenny. need. We, we we can move through faster. Don't worry. So, we, so they the steal boat, a boat. Jump into, he jumps in the water. He it's pretends cold. to commit suicide again. Um, he jumps in the water and hides under the water. She's like, oh my God. Are you Holy shit. She jumps in the water after him. And he's like, oh, did you think I was going to kill myself? Idiot. Now we're going to kiss. Uh, because this is sex. sexy, apparently. <sighs> Sorry, I do have to take Jamie, a break to be frustrated sexy. with the movie. Don't make me call up Ben and ask whether or not boat crime is sexy. Um, right. So they go back home, they commit the, the cardinal sin of professional boundaries, and they fuck. Um, so I guess if we're answering, to continue a theme from season one, does Anne Hathaway fuck in this film? Yes, Anne Hathaway canonically fucks in this film. Um, she is uh, visiting her mum's house, I want to say, the next day. She's taking, like, flowers there or no, something. Is that house. her sister's she's, house? She's going to visit her sister. Okay. Um, her um, sister isn't there, but she's dropping off some flowers. Uh, at this point, uh, David Morse, uh, the, the air, air, airplane man, uh, is there again. Uh, and he's like, hey, is it... Is it normal to fuck your clients? Uh, and she's like, what the fuck are you following me? And he's like, mm, maybe. <laughs> Find out later. <laughs> um, 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 so she meets with Andrew Brower again. He's like, hey, maybe, like, are you okay? Maybe do. you need help. Um, seems like you're getting pretty involved with all of your um, all your clients here. And she's like, no, I'm fine. And now is when she goes to look for um, one of right. the clients that's missing. She goes to find that look the card's missing. She goes through. She finds a newspaper clipping about the airline. I actually stopped to read this newspaper clipping. It basically just says that the airline is previously, seemingly either previously had uh, issues with um, some explosions in Chicago before, which makes it seem like this movie might be set in America, except everything about it is set in Vancouver. It's very confusing. Uh, she goes outside, and the guy who was earlier in the film, standing outside the uh, therapy yes, the, the room, guy who'd been stalking this bloke, basically. Um, yeah. Is outside too. Yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, stop, stop. And she kind of gets in the car, drives off, stops and thinks, no, I'll go, come back. Yeah, I'll, back I'll, says, I'll, make the, I'll make the safe, wise decision to turn around my car to go back to the man who's screaming at me. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't remember anything. I was in the crash as well. I've Now, at this point, Alexander. What is established is that he was also in the crash, but he has no memory of anything. Except that he was in the crash. And he remembers being after the crash. And then he recognized uh, one of the people in the group. And that's why he was following them. What? This has been like, what? Like like at least five or six days? Maybe maybe a couple of weeks? What yeah, has yeah. this man been doing? Genuinely, in universe. What are we? Like, why did this man not just go to a fucking hospital? Like, like has he been eating? Has he been sleeping? D- like, has he had any shelter? Like, why has he just been? I, I think he's been ho- as someone who lives in Vancouver, I assume he probably has been homeless for this time. But, but, but he, like, couldn't he have just gone to a hospital and been like, hey, I was in this plane crash. Can some, I don't remember who I am. Can someone help me? Or rather than just being like, he seemingly has just been 20 meters away from all of these people. Why didn't he just go up to any of them and go, hey, I was also in the plane crash. I don't recognize anyone. Help. Anyway, that is what happens now. And Anne Hathaway is like, sick. Um... And so she takes this <laughs> in a scene that makes no sense. She takes this man to the airport. <laughs> she doesn't take this man to a hospital. Oh no, this, this, she doesn't yeah, this take him no to sense. the police. Either way she you think about it. Having seen the movie, the, not having seen the movie. She takes him to the fucking airport. <laughs> and goes to David Morse again. A man who has no like nothing to do. He's the front desk guy. He's the guy at the front desk. He, he like again, he, he has a briefcase and the briefcase is some files. Uh, but other than that, he's literally just been out there checking yeah. desk and he's just going to three yeah. check. And she she just screams at David Morse being like, This man doesn't remember anything, but he does the remember that there was an explosion. Um and the man is like, I recognize you. What the fuck? Why do I recognize you? And he's like, No, you don't. Fuck off. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, and basically they just get in a fight and then they, they get dispersed and Hathaway turns around and uh, the, he's gone, he's gone. Ooh. Good. and everyone else is the staring, crowd is staring at her, at her. menacingly um, at this Does point Patrick Wilson also has a very weird scene where he returns to the crash site 
somehow there's no one like gets, protecting it. He gets into the. Well, it's just down on Jericho Beach, Jamie. It's on summer. It's on Spanish sands. All right, it's a really big beach. I don't know how they block off an entire beach, guys. Come on. Come oh my on, god, we have twenty-two minutes left, out. Alexander. Uh, That's fine. I have so much. But so, Alexander, it's not yeah, yeah, fine because there's so much. <laughs> We can give ourselves an extra premise. Um, look, here's what happens. They uh, He then goes on the plane. He then relives the crash, all right? Yeah. It's very traumatic. He, for him. Sit, he, sits he literally back goes the... over and his yeah. face goes... Um, he then leaves scared. and then there is an old man there. An old man just staring at him and then he walks off. Um, we then get Anne Hathaway's returning to her group session. She has missed her, her job because she was taking a homeless man to scream at a TSA employee. <laughs> Um, and uh, one of the only one of the people is left um, there uh, a blonde woman who's been in all the sessions she's there she sees people outside again and she starts running away Anne Hathaway gets there just in time they start running away they turn around oh what it's Patrick Wilson uh, so Anne Hathaway picks all of them up gets, takes them in the car takes them back to her house um, she like yeah. puts puts the woman down to bed and her and Patrick Wilson go to bed in uh, in uh, on her okay. sofa at this point, the wolf turns back up. Patrick Wilson is like, what the fuck? That wolf, it's been haunting wolf. me. Oh, wait, that was that was my dog from when I was a kid. That dog died. I died in the plane crash. What? And Hathaway is like, oh, no, 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 come on. You're, you're, you're having trauma. Clearly, again, again, clearly not having the positive trauma experience that he thought he was. It's extremely unprofessional that Anne Hathaway is sleeping with this man. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's like, that was my dog. He fucking bolts his way out of this apartment. Just sprints. Um, they He chases her uh, him uh, down. She ch- She's chasing him through the streets. He keeps on trying to get hit by cars. Cars keep on stopping for him. Cars won't hit him. Cars yeah. won't hit him. Who knows why? Woo. Weird. Uh, so he Gives goes to tracks. a train track. And again, for like the fourth fucking time, this movie just like flirts with the idea of suicide. He stands in front of a train. The train goes he's by. He's even trying to get himself. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, like he's, 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 he, what he, Alexander, what he's actually doing is testing a hypothesis. He, he has, no, he has true, a thought he's and not, he's you, testing you are, a hypothesis. You are, you are correct. He's not trying to kill himself. He is testing a hypothesis. Um, it's and, a very dramatic testing of a hypothesis, but you are right. He is, um, he is testing and the it. train goes straight through him. Or, or, well, we see the train go by and he's still there on the other side, basically. Uh, and so Anne Hathaway is like, what the fuck? And, and he's like, stay the fuck away from me. I'm bad news. We are coming into the last uh, little bit of this movie. Hot. Um, um, she then goes to Andrea Bauer's house. Uh, Andrea Bauer. She goes to Andrea Bauer. And she's like, "There's a conspiracy." Um, this might be in slightly different order, but we'll do it this way. Yeah. Um, she's like, "There's a conspiracy. The plane's trying to kill me. The plane, you know, the plane people are they're assassinating all these victims because they don't want the victims to uh, to uh, speak like, out, rat and, them out and get for them the sued. exploding plane." Yeah. And Andrea Bauer goes, "That's not how." like planes work or like airlines work like i guess that would be the fault of the people who manufactured the planes but they're not the manufacturers they're just the they're just the pilots they, they just fly the airline they're the airline like someone's gonna investigate it they'll find out anyway you're not an airline crash investigator you're a doctor and she's like they got to you too didn't they they got to you too you idiot idiot i also forgot to mention before this uh she did in her house uh meet her creepy old lady friend again yeah who went into her house to make a cup of tea because her friend the the other the person they brought across had gone missing yeah and the old lady's like oh she just left for two people but it's okay i'll make you a cup of tea how's eric uh, whatever his name yeah, is and, and she's like i never told you his name <gasps> we know the old lady is creepy for a reason she goes to andre brown's house she's like they got you andre brown they got you. you 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 turned on me you're a fool he holds out a cup of um whiskey she's like i won't drink whiskey i'm Anne hathaway i'm saner than i've ever been um, <laughs> and at this she point... sprints out of the house at this point andre brown is staring at her off into the distance and who's that the neighbor out of nowhere is in andre brown's house now just timeline wise of course Anne Hathaway absolutely fucking bolted her way to this house how did the neighbor beat her there whatever um so uh Anne Hathaway goes back to her sister's house again sister's house. um but again for some reason I don't know why that's where she goes in this moment uh but because David misses her sister David Morse is there again and he's like lady chill I'm gonna just leave my briefcase here see what happens no no He's he's very specifically um he's there a couple like very quickly but he's like uh no it, she's like there was an explosion he went there was an explosion there was the fault of the the pilot the pilot like was a sad lonely depressed pilot and he got outside of his he, he left his cockpit left it to the co-pilots 
Um, and it's his fault the plane went down. He shouldn't have done it, but the, like his fault the plane went down. It was human. And then error. I think he said something along the lines of like, "I uh, I should know." Yeah. Uh, and then he walks off, leaving his briefcase. Anne Hathaway goes into the briefcase and finds like a flight list, and she goes through the flight list. What happens? We don't but know. We don't know, but she starts crying. She starts yeah. absolutely wailing. Um, we then get a shot of Patrick Wilson getting on. Oh uh, no, sorry, Patrick Wilson Bo-Cron is sat two. on the plane. And then this is a very brief, very briefly, we do see Patrick Wilson sat on the plane, and Anne Hathaway comes up. And they were sat next to each other on the plane. What? what? And then she runs over. She goes to the dock where Patrick Wilson obviously just hangs Boat out crime. to steal boats. <laughs> Double identity, and, Jamie. You can't get trained for the same crime twice. And right. uh, Okay, so let's get to the end of this. And then I will go through all the things sure. I have issues with the how this plot makes no fucking sense. But she goes to him and is like, why didn't you tell me? Now, firstly, firstly, he literally did tell her literally two scenes ago when he said I died on the plane he literally said it anyway um, he is like no 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 you know it's just something we all have to figure out together he's suddenly come to peace with the fact that he also died on this plane he's like yeah we we all died no one survived and then they hug it out and then we uh, oh oh and then they discuss how no then they discuss how oh people come to visit you to help you pass over and he's like and (laughs) what does about this point the Patrick Wilson got a really raw fucking deal because he's he's like because Anna Hathaway is like oh yeah no my my aunt came to visit me and that's who the creepy neighbor was it was her aunt from from child and she was having that person come to visit to help her pass over and Andre Brower was her old teacher and he came to visit her and and Patrick Wilson had a fucking yappy dog and his grandpa who's the old man that turns up at the crash site it doesn't say anything like in fact everyone else in this movie so all these people that have been turning up and, and like they've been talking about how people following them they're just people who've been visiting them but and other ways people actually come into her life and like try and help her everyone else is just being fucking stalked anyway we now go into a flashback where for some reason we are going to viscerally relive this entire play crash oh it's because this sets up the esp stuff so in this like in the conversation they talk about things which like later on patrick wilson remembers and brings up so it's not that he was psychic is that they had this conversation beforehand and he was remembering stuff oh i did not catch that one at all well done so yeah they're sat next to each other on this plane they're having a little conversation they're having a little little bit of energy it's a ghost doctor (laughs) we're seeing that everyone else is on this plane so all of the people from the therapy sessions the 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 homeless man he is also on this plane it is not established why he is having a very different experience to everyone else post crash and he's having a very traumatic experience anyway we also see that David Morse was the pilot, uh, or maybe the co-pilot. I didn't well, couldn't quite figure it no, out. No, he was he, he was the he pilot. Was the pilot okay. But then the but it wasn't. But it, he thinks it was his fault. But actually, the engine did explode. Yes, the engine did explode. Um, so we, so we really yes again fault. we viscerally live this explode. So Anne Hathaway sees it out the window. This. We see the fire. This plane gets fucking wrecked like everyone is screaming the entire fucking door right like entire side right by patrick um uh wilson and Anne hathaway is blown to pieces and then they're both in the uh, fetal position and patrick wilson is just like going to her, like look stay with me stay with me we're, we're gonna get through this we're gonna survive we're gonna it's gonna be great we're gonna be fine it's all gonna be fine we're gonna go on a date we're gonna go on a date it's gonna be fine um uh, and, then they die. and and then they die uh and they, so they're ghosts. So they, they are ghosts. ghosts. They, they, everyone we is a ghost. We made that a little longer cost before. They're all dead. Everyone is dead. And it's established that no, like but... these people come to visit us and like also everyone else around are just people there to help. That's why Patrick Wilson didn't get run over because all those no, people that... were also there to help him and help him pass what? over. Yeah, did you not see... Is that actually true? Because like that's insane. Like... like... That or the the when they're at the airport and all the people just staring at Hathaway or all those people staring at her ghost. Yes. Yeah. 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 Everyone is there to help. What them. the shit? Everyone like this is. It makes no fucking sense. But it's an entire ghost world. These are all people who come to help them. Like we get a shot. Patrick Wilson says like, "Oh, they're all here to help us." And then we get a shot of the dude who didn't drive run him over, and we get a shot of that crowd who's staring at her for some fucking reason. Anyway, uh, we then cut. To, they're all dead, and then um. Uh, they steal the boat and then we get a shot of the boat for that i don't know that's it uh, no they then we have the, the the sister the sister oh, is Christ visiting sake, anne yeah, hathaway's yeah. apartment 
Um, because, of course, we're so invested in her and her sister. We've seen her sister nigh on zero times up until this point. Of course, this is She's the emotional end of the movie. Um, but yeah, her sister's visiting the apartment and she finds a card that basically says, Hey, sister, I really miss you. Well, my life is... And it's supposed to be like, a, oh, she'd orig- she was going to make amends. Jesus Christ, Alexander, how long do we have? have 12 minutes. 12 minutes, Alexander. Minutes I have so much to say about this movie. Fuck. Um, right, let's go into it. When we talk about this movie, we talk about it based on uh, three, no, wait, maybe four before criteria. Before we do it, anagrams. It's the section where we uh, make an anagram of this film's uh, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, title, but try to summarize the plot. Uh, mine right. doesn't summarize right. the plot, but it does summarize the film. It's G, pass. That's mine. <laughs> My, my, mine is uh, basically based off the top of my head now, and it's when I heard about that twist, man, I felt like a sap. Okay, fantastic. So, this movie is all based around this twist. Yes, we bet, base it on um, the film out of five, Anne Hathaway's performance out of five, so the America's Sweetheart on how much of America's Sweetheart is Anne Hathaway in this film, and then we have the Anne's Man's list, which is going to be a confusing fucking one this week, uh, where we rate Anne Hathaway's love interest, and then we decide whether we're going to stash away this film. So, Alexander, this fucking movie man this fucking movie makes no fucking fucking sense like jamie oh my god so the everyone everyone's a ghost but for some reason anne hathaway is like everyone else remembers they were on the plane but anne hathaway doesn't but they don't but they don't that's the thing they don't so they only remember it when they remember it when they understand what happened to them they leave so like it's when they understand they're dead, they leave. Yes, when they are, but, that, but like, they all Anne remember Hathaway, that they were on the plane and think they survived, sure. but Anne Hathaway like, doesn't think she was on the plane. No, 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 sure. Because there is a specific line early on where, like, uh, Anne Hathaway's talking to Patrick Wilson, she's like, I normally deal with, ch- uh, like, ch- child trauma, and when children go through traumas, they invent these fantasies, uh, and then, like, it's about finding your way into the fantasy, and then, like, understanding it through their language. And that's what she's, that's what everyone else is doing. Everyone else is, like, they are, like... Andre Bauer and the weird aunts and all that kind of crap are like existing in her fantasy. Not existing in her fantasy, but they have wormed her way into her fantasy. She is trying to cope with this and she hasn't been able to deal with it in like rational ways. And so she has created the fantasy where she is um, looking after these people. She wasn't in the crash, but she was. But it seems everyone else is also kind of doing the same thing because everyone else also gets visited by some people, but not yes, quite but as they, helpful but, people. Because they. I think because they they are processing it in a more natural way. Okay. So everyone posts in different ways. So for example, the guy who doesn't know what happened. Yes. He, I assume, it's, I assume it's just meant to be for him that like he wasn't from Vancouver and therefore had no home to go to. That's that's the other thing with that's that's very possible. That's quite a funny reading. I like that. That's the other thing about this. If this is some like christian idea of like this is helping people Jim. pass on into the afterlife also so this is jamie what what bloody version of okay. the bible have you read alexander ghosts alexander i'm clearly talking just no, in general sorry, you the, cannot I, sit there and say that i'm sorry jamie like look i'm not saying you need jesus but if you think jesus is just like you have some cool ghost friends the ghost friends show up and they will help you on that does not okay. happen anywhere in the bible i'll take it friend. away from christian just religious idea of the afterlife that there that, that, that sure. this is them passing on that this is like that that there is some divine thing happening here to create this idea to help people come to terms with death. Why is it so goddamn traumatic for everyone? Like, Patrick Wilson has to, like, go through, like, ki- like trying to kill himself with a fucking train. Uh, the dude who doesn't know where he lives is just, like, running around, like, in some kind of psychotic episode. Anne Hathaway, like, works... Like, there's nothing nice about this. Like, it, like Patrick Wilson explicitly says, oh, these people are all here to help us, to, like, help us pass on. And it all seems like it sucks. Like, it yeah, yeah. majorly sucks. And everyone is just having a horrible time. Other than Andre Bauer, literally everyone, like the creepy, if the creepy aunt showed up and was like, hi, I'm just here, you should live life to your fullest. You would, you would assume that like you were being, the demons were there, that you were going to hell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it's, I, I think, I mean, the answer is because someone wanted to write a thriller and they needed to like have the first bit, but like a romantic mystery thriller <laughs> where like it was a mystery, but it turned out the, the issue, the issue with the, the the concept of romantic mystery thriller is it sort of means that the end the thrilling stuff has to like turn out to not be that thrilling yeah you know like if it, if it, in order to be a more of a romantic mystery yeah if it's whereas if it was a thriller it would end up being like she's in hell and also um, like it's just it's 
it's so fraught with just such inconsistencies. Like you, like you say, people disappear. The reason they're disappearing is because they've come to terms with it or they've discovered, they've realized the truth. So why the fuck does Patrick Wilson not disappear? Why does Patrick Wilson figure out all this shit and then he's just there two days later stealing more, some more fucking boats right. so that he can be like, hey, another way, we're both dead. Let's fuck. So f- first of all, Jamie, Bokram's cool. And that's why. <laughs> um, and second of all, because I, I assume maybe he's actually come back to help her resolve it for <sighs> herself. But, but you're, you're giving you're so right much credit of, to this movie. <laughs> why, why after learning the truth did she not disappear? Right? Yes. It's, also, it's because, and I can't stress this enough. When we go back, so let's talk about the actual ratings of this film. Yeah. This film is maybe one of the most, and like, okay, this is punch up, punch down, right? Okay. All I'm saying is, I look punching down at this film. It's got a real bad script. Oh, and the script it, is so bad. It's got a real bad script. Now, punching it up, I like all the performances. Um, you know, I, 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 I think do they like try the their best. I think I think Patrick Wilson is trying his best with a very bad script that makes him seem like direction. the creepiest fucking dude I've ever met. Like the romance yeah. does not work because he is so overwhelmingly forward and uncomfortable. Yeah, like, but that's but that's why I think this film. So, so to punch it up, so as in to, to fix up the script. Yeah, I would say if I were to change anything, I would just make it more of a thriller. I would basically say that Patrick Wilson should not be the romantic interest at all. Like he should just be some kind of like self help psycho. He, he who goes a bit I nuts. was fully convinced he was going to be a villain. I was convinced he was yeah, going like, to like turn out to work for the like, fucking airplane or something. And that, that's the thing. Like it should not like pose itself to be this kind of weird like conspiracy movie for a while, and instead it should just have the like. He gets off this plane and he kind of, like, through the trauma, becomes a bit of a psychopath. And, like, he becomes a bit obsessed about, like, he's living his life to his fullest, blah, blah, blah. And then you could keep the stuff about the ghosts, even, but you just have more of a, like, dramatic force pushing you towards that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like. It's weird. It's, it's weird. It's but I would give this, like, a two because it's so enjoyable because it's so mad. It's, oh, yeah. I fully. It like, is genuinely I'm, so I'm bad. I'm going to give it a 1.2, but absolutely. Like, it's a, it's such a. Like, I'm so disappointed I didn't watch this film drunk because I feel like it would be so fun to watch drunk with a group of people. Oh, 100%. And just be like, I, I watched this after, this you know, movie? a little bit of the. You know, under the influence, and it was a great time oh, for all involved. So, uh, so we, of course, then moved to and, performances and out of five. And, uh, it it stuck sucks because the the script is so bad and and so she's fine she's she's fine the bad. she does what she needs to she ha- she has some pretty realistic traumatic moments and and breakdowns that I can you know yeah. that's not easy so but three I'm gonna give it a three point two uh we've got uh, <laughs> how long have we got left Alexander we have four minutes and thirty six seconds the Anne Hathaway sweet tartometer. Nah, not a sweetheart. No, she's Canadian. Oh, she's, she's Canadian. Canadian. Fucking can't be American sweetheart. <laughs> Minus three. Canadian. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. Oh fuck! I've not. Sorry, been, guys. Minus I have five. not she's been Canada's marking down your score now, too. baby. Uh, you gave her a two, then you gave her a three. Uh, then what did you give her in sweetheart? Tomato. Minus five. Minus five. Jesus Christ. She's Canada's sweetheart. Okay, so now we have Anne's man, and this is Ooh. really complicated for me because. Up until the last five minutes, I was like, wow, this guy's the biggest fucking dickhead ever. Jesus Christ. What? Like, he's going to be like, he's, you know, going to be competing with, you know, the Baron and, and the faux gangster at the bottom of my list. But then the last five minutes and he's literally the greatest human who ever fucking lived. He is going through a fucking plane crash, a huge and he is just calming down Anne Hathaway. All he's thinking is I want to keep her calm. She's going to stay with me. We're going to be okay. And holy shit, this man is a saint. And you know, that makes sense for the actual uh, the actual themes of the movie. So I have no clue where I want to put this man because he is simultaneously the best and worst man man to ever exist. I know exactly where I'm putting him, which is uh, above the actual villains of this show, so alleged piece of shit, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to go through all of them. Basically, I'm putting him uh, two above uh, Prince Party's Pranks and Papier Mache because he's a child. Uh, I'm also putting him above Mr. Collins from Becoming Jane. However, I'm putting him below Maxwell Smart because I think they had more romantic chemistry, even though I think they had no romantic chemistry. So um, he, he comes in pretty low on the list for me. He's down under Maxwell Smart. Um, I looked at everyone else above, including uh, the Baron, including Anna Hathaway's Japanese crush, including Nicholas Nickleby, who really can't act. But I thought all those people seemed like they'd be a better choice than Patrick Wilson. Uh, I, Creepy dude who should be a villain. I, I think I have to agree. I think he's going to go exactly the same place, just below... Max Power from Get Smart. Um, 
I'm just putting him down as the ghost um, from Passengers. Uh, so he's just above the faux gangster from Havoc because that guy's a dickhead. But um, Wait, who? goodness gracious, we have two and we have two and a half minutes. Okay, uh, Alexander, are you slashing away this film? Yes. Oh my god, yes, so am I! Watch this movie. Watch this movie. It's fucking (laughs) wild. It is bug Fuck, I was really hoping it was just going to be me. But yes, this is... I've never done this. You know this. In the first one, I would always have a go at you that I would only put in movies that I gave like a four or above and you had loads of just fucking bearing... Fuck that. This movie is so bad it's good. It's it's such a wildly entertaining film. Now, having said that, I would say go back and, you know, erase from your memory that we've told you all of this movie before you watch it. But fuck that. This movie is just just such a prime so bad it's good movie. I had a great Bad-wild. time watching it. Yeah, guys, it's fantastic. Uh, we have not very much time left. No, so one minute say, and 40 go, seconds. Make sure you download every episode of this podcast ever, guys. Specifically, go back and listen to Rachel getting married. Hey, it's not just depressing, okay? We make some good goofs. <laughs> I know it's super long, but we average this one to average out. Between the two of them, it's a one hour, 20 minute episode, which we think is the perfect length for an episode. Next week, we'll come back and will we keep to this one hard hour? Probably yeah, maybe not. One, maybe 110. Maybe 110. This is your one opportunity to enjoy not listening to us for more than an hour. But, you know, Al, we've we've got a minute left. We've been rushing through this. Let's chill, baby. We've got time. How you doing? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh tell you what, Jamie, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this restaurant called Ask for Luigi. You're allowed to go to today. restaurants? Yeah, I've been able to go to restaurants pretty much throughout the pandemic. Fuck um, that. It, not with people, it's weird. Uh it's it's you often have like just kind of dividers between the two of them. It seems to go fine. I don't know why. Not even outdoors. Like, seemingly, they've just not been particularly like... Jamie, you know where has been the hubs for COVID outbreaks in uh, BC? It's old people's homes, obviously, and strip clubs. It's always strip (laughs) clubs. It is specifically always strip clubs where the outbreaks start, and then they have to shut everything down because of strip clubs. And uh, let that be a reminder to all of you, uh, get your strip clubs at home, right? Get your lap dancers where you can. Pay your sex workers. Um... And I'm glad we've managed to have uh, one minute of real conversation this week. I will see you next week, Al, when we're going to be reviewing something else, which I've forgotten. So from me, Jamie, and my co-host, Al, that's one more ep in the bank. Ghost Han Hathaway and Ghost Away. Oh, what timing. What fucking timing. Beep, 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 beep. Blank's bank. 